Hello, thank you everybody for tuning in. This is another episode of Down on the Gridiron, a look at Maple River football with your host Elijah Lippert, aka Franchise, and assistant Maple River football coach Mike Swela. We're going to recap the first four games of the season so far and preview the rest of the Maple River season for you. All right, back with you, Mike. Thanks, uh, as always, for coming on. Look forward to recapping the first few weeks and uh, previewing some of the rest of the season. So thank you again for coming on. Um, So just to start here, I know you guys uh, started off the year against Jackson, um, who you guys beat, uh, I think it was 35-8 to last year, and then lost a close game 30-27 to to start the season. Um, so what kind of change from last year to this year? I mean, did they get some new players in that are playing this year that are, you know, stepping up for them, or did they just improved from last year? Or what kind of change from last year to this year um, that they beat you guys in a close game? I know they're – you know, in the past, they're usually a pretty good team, and you guys had a good game against them last year. But I'm wondering what the biggest changes were. There's a couple of things that went on in that first game. One, we lost 22 start, 22 seniors from the year before, and and they were they were solid. Um, they gave us everything from starting um, players to to great uh, scout players. So going into that game. Not only do we have 22 seniors missing from the year before, we also had seven players off our new roster that were injured. Um, and, and not taking away anything from Jackson, but we were we were green. We were we we're young. Uh, on defense, we had one returning starter, uh, so we had a lot of a lot of uh, rust to knock off. A lot of in game. Um, how should I say it? Just, just an experience. And then Jackson, they returned a bunch of guys, including their quarterback. Their quarterback's a ninth grader. His name, his last name is Voss. And man, did he he is nationally ranked. He's a big kid, six three, one ninety, and he can huck it and run it. And he's a good quarterback. And then, then they, not only that, they're big. So it was a good game. Um, we were. We were expecting a close game just from our injuries. Yep. And we we made it a close game. We had our we had our opportunities, and they had a last second field goal to win it. Uh, so it was a good game, and hopefully we can see them again later in the year because I truly believe they'll be coming out of their section and section three. Okay. So you'd uh, the chance you'd have to potentially see them again would be in state, right? Yeah. Yep. My quarterback is uh, starting as a freshman, huh? Yeah, he actually – they tried starting him last year as an eighth grader. His his older brother is out at South Dakota State playing quarterback. Or oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so they have they have some good blood in their family. And uh, and they have some tough – you know, they're their state champ wrestling team. Yeah. And so, so they, they have some athletes. They have – they're aggressive. They're tough. And – I'm not taking nothing away from them. They're a good team. And yeah. uh, they're 4-0 on the year, ranked 
four to four, I think, in, in the state. So they're a good team. Um, yeah, and we'll see how, how it plays out. They got to play Pipestone somewhere along the line down here. Uh, I think either I think it's next week, and we'll see how that shakes out because Pipestone's undefeated also. And you guys, you guys beat Pipestone last year to start state, right? Before yep. you guys won. That's what yep. I thought. The first round in, in uh, Hastings would be Pipestone, which was a it was a really good game. They're they're good. They have the quarterback back from last year, which was really good also. So, yeah, they're 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 a nice team, but we'll see how that shakes out. So just sticking with the Jackson game for a little longer, and then we'll get into some of the other games too. But, you know, like you said, you guys kept it close. Um, what uh, what were you guys able to do well offensively against them to hang with them? Did you guys have some passing game or beat them on the ground, or what were you guys able to do successfully to move the ball? We, we couldn't run. We, we could not run the ball hardly at all. I don't have our stats in that game. I must have deleted it or I can't find it on my email, but – um, we threw the ball. Will Sellers had, I believe, two touchdowns. Uh, Mason Shermer had one. And then I believe uh, Landon Fox ran one in. We had four, I believe we had four turnovers. Four okay. turnovers in the game. And one, oh, one was a kickoff return. Mason Shermer had a kickoff return. Um, and we had an interception return back to the one that Landon Fox from Bryce Pottier and, and then Landon Fox ran it in from there. So we had big scoring opportunities. That, and that's what we're going to be this year. We have, we have our skill players back from, from last year's team. Yep. Um, uh, Landon Fox, three-year starter. Mason Shermer, three-year starter. Um, I don't want to forget anybody. I don't have my roster for me, but Will Sellers is the starter from, back from last year. Um, Bryce Pottier played a little bit last year. And uh, Tim Buckholtz. Um, he's back, and then on the line we have Aiden or Hayden Nebor. Other than that, everybody's is first year starters on on the line scrimmage also. Yeah, and Landon Fox, he's uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's the returning quarterback, right? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's what I thought. Okay. All right, so uh, then you followed that up with a 53-6 to win against Wyndham. I know you guys beat them pretty good last year, so I'm assuming based on what you did last year and this year, um, they probably aren't have some work to do to become a very good team, just yep. looking at the scores. Yep, and that was a rainy day. It was it was just a constant jizzle at home, that whole game. We were out in Wyndham. Um, just scored fast again. I, I I don't I again I don't have that one. I have the last two. Okay. But uh, uh, I believe Tim Buckholtz. He's been switching back and forth between left guard and running back. So when 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 and then when we go when he goes to running back, we bring in um, Wesley Ivy okay. at left guard, or we bring in Drake Evanson. At left tackle, we move uh, Diesel Butler to right guard, or I'm sorry, left guard. So we do some things with to try to get Tim Buckholtz back in the backfield. Um, when Tim Buckholtz has been in the backfield, Amaris Harris, he's a sophomore, he's back there, and he's had some nice runs uh, this year. So we we switch off between a uh, little speed and a little power. There you go. So I I believe if I remember correctly, Tim Buckholtz had two or three touchdowns running. 
and uh, Amaris had his first touchdown of his career, or not of his career, because he had three last year, I think, um, of the year. Will Sellers probably had one catching. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I know Mason Sherber probably had a couple on uh, on uh, power sweeps. Okay. Sweeps. So, yeah, and we pretty much dominated the defense. The defense was was rock solid that game. Awesome. And then uh, we'll get into a little more stats with the last two because you said you have those. So, um, Redwood Valley, I know you guys lost that close game last year, 8-7, um, and then you came back and beat them this year, 32-13. to So, kind of like we talked about with Jackson, except this time the opposite. Um, and I know you guys – Actually, I played them last year, too. From what I heard, you guys just didn't capitalize and lost a tight game. So what kind of change from last year? Was it more just capitalizing on opportunities? Or um, what changed from last year to this year that you guys were able to beat them and beat them by double digits? It was it was capitalizing on opportunities this year. Um, we, we scored. We scored early and often. We just – it was it was 21 nothing, pretty much – Right away, boom! It was we scored. They turned it over. We scored. They turned and they maybe had a bad punt and we scored again. It was like boom, boom, boom. So like with uh, six minutes to go, Landon Fox in the first this first quarter completed Mason Shermer twenty-two yard touchdown. And probably that was a bubble screen. Probably guessing. Um, and we had some blockers out for him, and Mason just runs down the sidelines untouched. Uh, and then. Less than a minute later, uh, we had a pass land a box of Will Sellers for 19 yards, so I'm guessing that come off a turnover. Two minutes later, we have another pass from land of Fox to Bryce Pottier for five years, for a five-yard touchdown. So we score fast. I mean, it's just when they turn it over, we we go for go for the throat usually fast. Yep. And there you then, go. Uh, so they got behind quick. And when you can put 21 points on somebody traveling to your hometown, it you know it takes the wind out of their sails early. For sure. So uh, yeah, you want to get into just some stats a little bit, you know, uh, from that game. Um, let's see here. I'm just gonna as I'm closing down. We had four turnovers again. We've been really turned the ball over either by fumbles, interceptions. Uh, Lana Fox was 12 for 18 for 184 yards and four touchdowns. And uh, receiving those balls were Mason Shermer, six for 81 and a touchdown. Will Sellers, three receptions, 74 yards and two touchdowns. Bryce had two receptions and 16 yards and a touchdown. Davin Nestor had one catch for 14 yards, and Wyatt Burr had a catch for 13 yards. Rushing-wise, um, Tim Buckholtz had six carries for 57 yards, and Amaris Harris had 11 carries for 35 yards. Mason Shermer had four carries for 24 yards. They they took away our, our zip sweep on that. That's where Mason Shermer lines up as a wide receiver, runs across, free snap, gets handed off, and we go around the corner with the speed. And They, they took that away. But with with our skilled players, they, they can't take everything away. No team can take everything away, so... We're gonna pick up. We're gonna take what they give us. Um, and tapping wise, Tim Buckholtz had a huge night. I believe he had 14 tackles, 13 solos. Yep. 
And where does he line up on defense? Middle linebacker. Okay. Yep. Like I said, he was our 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 only starter back from last year. We had Tobias Conivore played some last year as a D tackle, and uh, Jamison Swab played some, and Hayden Ebor played some. You know, as, as uh, uh, they got some playing time, but everybody else is brand new to the defense, so we're we're getting there. Yeah, for sure. Did you guys have any sacks too? I know you said you had the four turnovers, but did anybody get any sacks at all? Let's see here. That's been hard to come by for us this year. It's been a whole process. Yeah, we had no sacks recorded that day. Okay. And who got the turnovers? Do you have that? Um, let's see here. I do not have fumble recoveries on here. Okay. That's all right. Any interceptions that you have? Or? No, there were no interceptions. They're all fumble. They had, oh, a, they had a tough time uh, with the uh, slant between the quarterback and the, and the center that game. I believe we had probably two or three of those. Okay. Yep. I gotcha. All right, so then uh, that broke down. That came pretty well. Thank you for that. Then you guys uh, just had your um, like Crystal game. You beat them forty-eight to twenty-one in Lake Crystal. Um, you guys put up some points again, um, and then held them to twenty-one. But uh, again, what did you guys do well that game, both offensively and defensively? And then uh, after that, uh, you can get into some stats again too. After that. Um, again, we ran the ball, ran the ball pretty well and passed the ball really well again. I think Landon had five touchdown passes that game. Um, let me look here. Yep, he had five touchdown passes. So we ran the ball well and passed the ball well. They had the ball that first series for a lot of the first quarter. We didn't. I think we only had one possession in the first quarter, and we scored at the beginning of the second quarter with that. We had 21, 20 points in the second quarter 23 in the third quarter and then in the fourth quarter we, we scored one more touchdown but uh let me see here mace Shermer had a run for four yards that had been on a zip sweep but this the start with the scoring in the second quarter landon fox a touchdown pass to bryce potier for five yards um and then they have a they have a couple nice players over like crystal this mike matson he was a two-year three-year starter, two years of that was that quarterback for him, and he gave us fits at quarterback, but they have him out kind of a wide receiver this year, and uh, fast, good good, good player. Um, they he had a 71-yard 71, 71 touchdown catch. Oh, wow. It was a catch and run, and and then another defeat and take the air out of their sails. Their next kickoff, Mark Terrace returns up for 85 yards for a touchdown. So, any momentum they did have was gone two seconds later. Yeah. Uh, Landon Fox threw a bubble pass to Mason Shermer, and he ran it down the sidelines for 67 yards. That was that was the start of the third quarter, right out of halftime. And then, uh, like Crystal scored another pass to Mike Matson for 16 yards, and then we came back and. Landon threw another pass to Bryce Pottier for, for a touchdown. And later in the third quarter, Landon threw a touchdown pass to Wyatt Burr um, for 28 yards. That's his first varsity touchdown. And then uh, 
the wrap up the scoring land and threw another pass to Will Sellers for touchdown. So we, we threw the ball well and, and, and ran the ball well. Let's see, total offense, we had 323 yards. Um, how many turnovers did we have? We didn't have a lot of turnovers that game. Only Crystal took care of the ball. We only had one. That was an interception. No, let me see here. We had two turnovers. So, again, stat-wise, Landon was 10 for 17, 168 yards and five touchdowns, and he threw one interception. Rushing-wise, Tim Buckholtz had 10 yards or 10 attempts for 60 yards. Landon had 10 attempts for 37. Morris had six for 32. Mason had five for, 30, for 26. Receiving. Mason had four receptions for 84 yards and a touchdown. Wyatt Burr had three for 64 yards and a touchdown. Will had one catch and 14 yards for a touchdown. And Bryce had two catches for six yards and two touchdowns. So, um, tackling-wise, I believe that Wyndham game that comes back to me, we had two guys, Amars and Tim Buckholz, had over 100 yards rushing that game. We had two guys that went over 100 yards rushing. Defense, Braxton Simon led us with five and a half tackles. Tim Buckholz had four and a half. Chad Shule, we got Chad Shule back that game. Um, he's a starting, he's, he came in uh, as a safety. And we also got Kirk back uh, from the late Crystal game. So that's two of our injured players that come back the late Crystal game. Uh, Davin Nesser, he was injured preseason, and he came back, I believe, the Wyndham game, he came back. We still have uh, Dylan Jensen on the sidelines with a knee injury. We have Aiden Sindelier on the sidelines with an ankle injury. We have uh, Lincoln Ivy on the sidelines with a knee injury. We have... um, Jack Morning on the sidelines. Uh, he's he's played a couple games, but he sat out last game. He just has has a back back issue. Back is stiffening up on him, and and, and it's hard on him. Uh, let's see who else do we have on the sidelines. I believe I have one more. So we've gotten some back and had some go on the, on on injuries. We just, yeah. And I know you said there's some knee injuries, some ankle injuries, et cetera. Do you expect to get some of those other guys back too here coming up, or what's kind of their status at this point? We're hoping to get Dylan Jensen back in a couple weeks. Uh, Jack's boning hopefully next week. We're going to give him another rest this week. Um, Lincoln is going to be towards towards the end of the season, I believe. And Aiden Sindelier will be towards the end of the season also. So hopefully hopefully for playoffs, we have a full roster. We get guys back without putting anybody else on there and uh, get some rust knocked off and and be full strength going into the playoffs. Yep, there you go. Um, And then uh, I heard – I'm going to clarify something with you because on the schedule I'm looking at on max preps, unless they have it wrong – um, you guys have Central Norwood Young America coming up, and then uh, you play Blue Earth at home the following week. Yep. And on here, they still, and I believe that's homecoming, correct? That is homecoming, yes, it is. 
Is that a Friday or Saturday? Because Max Prep has it on Friday, but somebody, for some reason, told me it was on a Saturday this year. <laughs> it got switched to Saturday. Yep. I believe it's at 3 o'clock. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's 3 o'clock. Um, yeah, that's what I was told. So that's why I wanted just to clarify that. Cause, uh, so what was the reason for that? Any idea? I, I believe it's refs. Oh, okay. The shorters are reps. You know, actually, we have a uh, a weird schedule this year. We only have one Friday night football game. It was it's that's just the way it worked out. Um, Jackson played on Thursday because of, of uh, Labor Day, and we always play on that first Thursday or that Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Redwood, we had Friday night game. Our next home game is Blue Earth, which is Saturday, and then we finish the season on MEA Wednesday. Huh. So it's you know you talk about Friday night lights. And I think we only have three Friday night games just because of the refs, um, MEA, Labor Day, because the week before MEA, we play the sewer on a Thursday night, Yep. which is kind of good because it gives us an extra day for prayer instead of Friday to Wednesday. And you got to recover on Monday. You get literally one day of practice. Right. Tuesday. So it's nice to have that the week before MEA on Thursday. So you just get, you can recover on Friday in the weekend and you can have a Monday, Tuesday practice. But Wyndham, Redwood, and Lake Crystal, those were all Friday games, right? They were. Yep. Yeah. And then you got the one against Central Norwood, Young America. Yep. Okay. Yep. And I wanted to preview that game a little bit with you too. So um, I know there are four and to start the year this year. I know you guys, uh, dominated them though last year too i think it was 50 to zero or something so are they an improved team too or as part of their four double record just teams they've played or uh what can you tell us about them this season and uh what do you expect to see from them they they have improved last year um they had a bunch of turnovers early and we scored early and we took the wind out of their sails quick uh, their quarterback went out before halftime, and they just they come move the ball. And, and when you get a, a team down, they they have tendencies to to kind of just mail it in for that game, right? Um, this year they're four and zero. They have uh, their quarterback is back. This is his third year starting. And he throws the ball well. They have some big linemen. Um, I'm not taking nothing away from them because they don't make their schedule right. Uh, but they, they beat Lake Crystal, Redwood, Belle Plain, and Sibley East. So, you know, we they beat Lake Crystal 27-7, Redwood 30-22, to uh, Belle Plain 52-20, to and Sibley East 48-6. to So they're, they're beating the guys that, that are placed in front of them, the teams. And so you don't take nothing away from that. They're winning those games. Uh, they can throw the ball. They can run the ball. They play some decent, good defense. So they're they're a nice team. They they're we're gonna go up there this week, and they're gonna be open up in brand new field. They got new turf, new turf field. So they're gonna have a lot of excitement. Um, we've had some tough games with Norwood over the years. I believe back in um, Jeff Lewis that grade, which is probably four years ago, five plus, probably more than that, five years ago. The last time we went to state before last year, we played Norwood in the first round, and it was a very close game in Chocopee. So we've been playing them 
geez, the last five, six years. And we've had some good games, some blowouts, but some good games with them. Okay. Uh, I don't think they've beaten us in the last times we've been playing them, but they're going to, they want to beat us. There's no doubt about it. And they, they're going to come play hard, especially open up their new field at their, at their town. So it's going to be a tough game, I believe. Yeah. What, uh, you know, from the film you've seen on them, um, you know, what ways do you think you guys will try to attack them? You know, a good mix of both passing and running again, or do you think there's certain ways in particular you can attack them or what's kind of the plan for that game? We're going to go in there trying to attack them both ways and we're going to see what they're going to give us. Um, if they want to pack the box to stop a running game, we're going to throw it outside and throw it deep. If they want to take the pass away from us, um, we're going to run it down their throat. So whatever they want to give us, it's it's going to be difficult for teams to take both away. I mean, yeah. we, can, we can do, we can throw it deep, we can throw a, a, a quick pass to to Shermer, to to uh, screen pass to Bryce. We can do a lot of things, and we block well downfield, and and we can score either direction. So it's it depends what they want to give us. And, yeah. And and that's the direction we'll go once we start seeing how they line up to our formations. Yeah, and that's just. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, what's the playmakers you guys have? Uh, it's, uh, like you said, it's definitely hard for them to take both away, and it helps that you guys can be multidimensional based on what they give you. So, Yep, with having our, with having our senior skill players there and our line getting better every week, um, we're, we're going to be we're gonna be fine defensive-wise. We just got to – Slow them down. They're, they're, like I said, their quarterback's good. He gets rid of the ball fast, and uh, or they 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 put their backfield in an eye formation. They try pounding on you, so um, we got to just take take that away from them. And it, like I said, it helps when we have Cooper back. He's our buck a buck linebacker, probably our leading tackler, one of our leading tacklers from last year. So he's going to set an edge on one side and that's off the Braxton. He did a great job. Well. While Coop was injured, um, he's he's starting to see a little time in the middle now. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be good and see how it shakes down, I guess. What grade is Braxton in? Junior. He's a junior this year. Okay. Yep. And Cooper is he a senior? Yep. Coop's a senior. Okay. Yep. So we have defensive line wise, we have uh, Aiden, Aiden, Hayden, Nebor, Jameson. And Tobias is our starting three on defense. They're all seniors. And then um, he's still Butler. He's a sophomore that comes in and switches off in there, gives them gives them a break. Okay. And then yeah. linebacker-wise, um, we have Cooper now back, uh, middle linebacker, Stim Buckholtz, and then switching off between uh, right now with Jack's out, we have uh, Wyber, he's a sophomore. And then uh, Braxton is a, is a junior. And then Will Sellers is our Will linebacker, which is a senior. And then who do you guys line up in your secondary then on defense usually? We kind of have, with Chad back, we have five guys that kind of rotate through. Um, right now we have Chad as a Chad Schulz, he's a junior. He's a safety. Landon Fox is a senior safety. Mason Shermer, um, 
a senior, Kale Hansen, a junior, and Bryce Pottier is a senior. So between all those positions, Kale played safety this year and corner. Mason Shermer's played safety and corner. It just depends on the situation and who we're playing, who needs yep. a break. You know, if Mason just ran off a 70-yard touchdown, where he's not playing defense. You know, he's going to get a breather. So yep. it's, it's nice to have have some depth. So you guys, you got some guys that can play both ways, obviously, but obviously if they had a big touchdown like you just alluded to, then you'll give them a breather with the depth you have. But if they didn't, you know, get a lot of – if they didn't get a lot of action on offense, then maybe you'll run them right back out on defense then, you know, on a particular drive or something. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, I think that uh, wraps it up pretty well for today, Mike. Um, but we'll uh, definitely start trying to do them every week again as the season progresses. So thank you for recapping the first few games. Uh, good luck on Friday against Norwood. And uh, we'll definitely have to recap that game and then preview Blue Earth a little bit too before homecoming. So. All right. That sounds good. All right. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, have a good day. You too. Bye. All right, thank you once again to Mike Swayla, assistant coach from Maple River, for giving us a longer episode recapping the first few games of the season, previewing the Norwood Young America game. Um, and thank you to all my listeners, as always. I appreciate each and one, every one of you. So thank you, and go Maple River.